Spirits and, and witches. witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening. How you doing, Monica? Good. This is good because we're doing this live and in person to each other again. I know. This is why we were like in sync and then we had that down. There wasn't a delay. Look right, at that. Right. Hey. So, yeah, it's good. It's good to do it in person again. It really is. It, I feel like it has a different energy for sure. So it I'm does. really glad that. Yeah. We're here. We're going to be talking about money magic today. Yeah, cause... money magic. Everybody can use a little extra money. Let's face it. Yep, exactly. So it's it's definitely a good time when there's a need for it. Yes. Uh, but before we get into all of our witchery, we're not just spirits and witches. We're wine spirits and witches. What you drinking? I'm drinking Mountain Dew. Oh my God. <laughs> I got a class to teach tonight. I got <laughs> to be sober, okay? What are you drinking? I don't have a class to teach, so I don't have to be sober, and I am drinking a rosé called Free Rain by Free Spirit Wines. Um, I actually got this from Des. And is it good? It is. It is really good. It's a little sweeter than I think I'm used to rosés being, but okay. it's not gross sweet because I'm not a fan of really sweet wines. Okay. And so it's good. It's not doesn't have a bite to it, and it says here that it has aromas of sweet citrus layered with notes of bright cherries and crisp Ooh, watermelon. It sounds good. It just sounds so good. It really is. Do you want to try a sip? I uh, know. Give us some sound okay. effects. Are no, you sure? Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Just so you guys know, Monica is teaching a class tonight. She's going to be teaching Wicca 101, and this is going to be a six-week series. So even though that after, by the time this comes out, the first class will be done, the second class will still be there. So you guys can still hop on and learn Wicca 101 and learn a really good foundation on just witchcraft in general. Even if you don't plan on following a Wiccan tradition, it can still be very helpful. Yes, it's the basics for, you know, yeah. It's, it, it's going to be good for you guys. So yeah, even if you missed the first class, you can jump on board for the second and the rest of the series for sure. And it's going to be, it's, it's a really helpful class to, to take, especially if you're a baby witch yeah. and you're just trying to like start out and get your footing. This would be a really good place to do that. But we do have classes that we both have coming up and we're going to start getting busy with kind of trying to be more present, do more classes and get things done. So it's going to be really exciting. So you can, Hit us up on, on social media to ask about it. You can go to thegreenmanstore.com and sign up for it because she's teaching it through the store. Um, just hit us up. Let's do it. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to take a sip of my go tasty ahead, wine. So hopefully mm. within uh, a couple of weeks or to a month, we're going to be out of this pandemic or back to basically normal, I hope. So let's uh, let's hope that that, that comes quicker than later yeah slow, sure. slowly but surely slowly but surely we're we're getting there it's definitely been an interesting and trying oh, time yes it has been it really has been i'm turning into a bum i have the bum life now <laughs> i mean no I schedules felt, I mean, right it's, it's yeah it's and you know what's fucked up is I wake up so early in the morning now for no oh, reason, God. which just means I have more hours of nothingness to fill. Yeah. But you know what's going to happen is once everything goes back to normal and we go back to work, I'm going to think about all the shit that I could have been doing that I fucking didn't. Right. And then you're not going to want to leave your house. Yes. Well, I, I know uh, yeah. I never want to leave my house. And the second this pandemic hit, I'm like, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. And I'm like, yeah. God. Damn it. Yep. So this is a lesson in patience for sure. Yes, it sure is. And we hope that everybody out there that's hearing this, I hope that you guys are well, healthy that you guys are safe. Yes. Yeah, you're healthy, that you're safe. 
Um, you know, I, it's, I know that we have listeners all over the country and all over the world. Yes. And this is something that has impacted everyone around Everybody. the world. world. Yeah. Oh, scary. Yeah. So we're here. We love you. And we're, we're all in this together. We sure are. Yep. It's, it's worldwide. That's for damn sure. So we're going to talk about money magic today. Yes, ma'am. Money, money, money. everybody can use a little extra money now and then. Uh, but be realistic when you do your money magic. Um, you know, it should be something that you need, basically. I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting something if you have all your needs met. But, you know, think about what you need. Do you need to pay your rent? Do you need to pay your bills? That's a need. Do you want those beautiful new pair of shoes? That's not a need. So think yeah. about what kind of how you're gonna work your magic for sure. Yes, and and really the one thing that I will say in want versus need is that needs uh, manifest quicker. You know, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I think that there's been times that, I'm, and I'm sure all of us have done this, sure. that you're like trying to work something because you want it. And it's a want, which is cool. And it may or may not happen. But when it doesn't, you can't really get pissed. No, you can't. No, you can't. Absolutely yeah. not. So the, the best day to do money magic is a Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday is ruled by, ruled by Venus, and it also rules money and love. So you get the double hitter for Fridays. Yeah. Yes, well, and Venus rules over our earthly desires, mm-hmm. you know, and so it really does. It goes into those things. So because of that, would you say that it's not just um, money, but also like if you were like a car, for instance, or something? I mean, I guess you're still just working for the, you know, you're doing the magic to get the money for the item for the earthly desire. But would you say that you could just instead of kind of like bypass money and just go straight to trying to work for what you want to manifest, like the item? Yeah, I get because I mean I think a car is a necessity. Yeah. For most people, I mean, not a lot of people take public transportation, get back and forth to work. I mean, there are people, and I give them credit. I couldn't do it. I mean, I'm too. I'm. I'm. I'm over it. Well, I'm, and we also are both weirdo magnets. Remember the one fucking time, <laughs> yeah. the one time that we tried to take public, public transportation trip. together. This weird homeless guy came up to us and decided that we were his family and wanted to like adopt me and then kept trying to give us pills it was it was it was like unbelievable we are a magnet for weirdness yeah we really are so because that is why i don't take public transportation weird shit happens to me every time i try so i'm just not gonna bother yeah yeah Yeah. and it takes too long anyway yes i want convenient at least in los angeles for those of you that haven't been here before our public transportation sucks yeah and it takes forever to get around so car it's a necessity yeah as far as i'm concerned but would you say that then in that case would be okay to try and do a working around manifesting a car versus manifesting money oh i see what you mean well i don't know because i think you need the money to buy the car yeah so i guess you could just like work it that way yeah yeah i would like that Mm -hmm. so i like that so well there's a lot of different ways to do money magic um Mm -hmm. you know you can set up a money altar which like i have one standing in my house i know a lot of people can't don't have that luxury of being able to just have an altar that's able to just be left out especially one that's a giant bowl of cash yes um i know that You know, so that one might be a little tricky, but there's candles, there's mojo bags. I've got all sorts of different charms that are in my wallet. Like there's so much that, that you can do. So I kind of wanted to see if we could start actually by talking about Fortuna, um, and different like money deities and things like that and money altars. Okay. So you don't have to use a specific deity if you don't want to. No, you don't. 
You don't. No. no. Not at all. But you can Fortune just... is great. Right? Yes. She is the Roman goddess of fortune, fortune mm-hmm. and luck and fate. So she is Lady Luck. And a lot of times you'll see paintings or statues of her depicted with her blindfolded and she has a cornucopia that's overflowing with coins. Right. And exactly. some statues and some renditions of her, she actually has wings as well. I don't know. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah, but I don't understand They're not that. as common. No, I don't understand that, but it's okay. Fortuna you know. is awesome. She's a very she's a very love, lovely deity. She's very giving. Um, she gives to you as you give to her. So it is important if you need something that you give her offerings. I give her money a lot. I give her coins. Um, right. I also give her money stones like adventuring and pyrite, and I'll do things of that nature too. Right. Um, citrine is another big one for her that she digs. Mm-hmm. So I will give her all of those. So I have pyrite, this, maybe. Yeah, pyrite. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I have that in my money altar for her. Um, And when I decided that, for instance, like here's one way of like kind of manifesting what you want through money. Um, I wanted to start traveling out of the country. And so our coven brother actually gave me a bunch of money from different countries that he's been to. That's awesome. Yes. And so since he's done that, I've gone to two different countries and I have also started putting more of that money in there. So she has a lot of foreign money as well. She also likes chocolate. She likes sweet things. Okay. And daffodils are her jam. I gave her some daffodils a couple months ago and I was so busy at work and I didn't know what to do with myself. (laughs) <laughs> I did not know what to do with myself, but all of my clients were really big tippers too. It was awesome. So she was super happy. Wow. So yeah, good. flowers. Good to know. Yeah. White like roses daff- or daffodils, yellow flowers. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Um, and you know, when you, if you decide to do a money spell with a candle, of course it's going to be the color green mm-hmm. and, uh, beside adding money herbs to your, your magic, like. For instance, bayberry is a great money herb to draw money. Mm-hmm. Um, we have um, bay leaves are, are a good money herb as yeah. well. We have um, basil. Basil, for sure. Rosemary, of mm-hmm. course. The, uh, uh, cinnamon. Another one is for cinnamon. Oh, yeah. Cinnamon is and, good. And um, clove, allspice. All these things mm-hmm. go for. I also like to put a little frankincense for, for the success, mm-hmm. for that success energy. But what you can do is, um, after you feed and do your candle and put the herbs, if you have the glass that comes out, you can put your herbs in, put them around the candle, but also put coins around the candle. Mm-hmm. You know, some quarters, some dimes, nickels, put some uh, cash under the candle. And then when the candle's done burning, you collect all of those, the cash, mm-hmm. the coins, and you put it in a little mojo and carry it with you until it manifests. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And then what do you do with it once it does manifest? And then you mojo? can spend it. All right. I like it. Fuck yeah. yeah. Or I you like can that. save it for the next money spell, which it may be, since it works so well, you can incorporate that into that the might, next money Yeah, spell. that might be a good way to do it. Yeah. Um, or give it to Fortuna. Yeah, or give it to Fortuna. Um, I will say, and I'm just going to share this story, and this is where... Um, I am okay with having a standing money altar at home. Because like I said, it's it's a giant bowl with a statue in it and a bunch of money. And that's what it is. But the thing is, is that once you give Fortuna money, that is her fucking money. Right, like you, right. you, can't you can't touch it. it. Back, no. So you have to think about that before you give it to her. Like you cannot go and use this to feed a parking meter later or anything like that. And um, my darling muggle husband, yeah. um, he, he needed cash for something and he didn't tell me. And... He was, like, running out of the house, so he took money from Fortuna. And she was pissed, and he got, I think, two parking tickets in the huh. same day. He lost, I think, either, like, his sunglasses or his watch. Either way, it was one of the nicer ones, so it was kind of expensive. Mm. Like, I mean, he was just getting 
fucked with. And he finally told me what he did. I'm like, well, what did you expect? Yeah, exactly. What do you expect? You and don't so, do that. yeah, you don't do that. So he gave her double what he took and he said he was sorry and it stopped. Good. So now he understands the power and the wrath of Fortuna. Yes. And it's really funny because when the store just first opened, Jill, the owner, had a dream about a money ball. And uh, it told her exactly what to do. I think if you heard her podcast, I think she mentioned this. And uh, she was told that it had to have certain things in it, like a citrine and everything, Mm -hmm. which she did. And then people just started adding to that money bowl. Yep. It was amazing, you know? So, and we have Fortuna altars all around the store. We have one big one now, just one. We have two. Two. Two Fortuna altars and then the money bowl. Right. So, I mean, and those altars are always filled with money. And I'm always amazed at people who come into the store and you kind of see them looking at the money. Like, and I wonder, oh my God, do they want to steal it? You know, do they want to take it? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have the unmentionables coming into the store. You can't control that. Yeah. And they want to like, you know. Some people I think have stolen from that probably. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And their life will probably fall apart. Yes. And so that was like the thing. So recently we had a party at my house a couple months ago. And so, you know, we're getting everything ready for people to be over. And I looked at my Fortuna altar. I'm like, should I move this? Like, should I put this in my bedroom and just keep it away from people? And I thought about it for a minute. And finally, my husband was like, no, fuck them. If they want to steal from her or try and steal something from this house, let them be cursed by that. Leave it out. Let them try. Yeah. And that was a really good point. So we just left it out. Um, And you know what was cool? Speaking of Fortuna is we did have a Fortuna ritual for you recently as well. Yes. We had that a couple months ago. So every time people ask about like the Fortuna altars and stuff at Greenland, because it is always full of cash and they ask what we do with it. Well, what we do is we save it for a community member in need. Right. And we'll hold a big Fortuna working and this is help fund surgeries, pay off car accidents, (laughs) funerals like it's done a lot of really amazing things yes and the cool thing and so many people came out for the fortuna ritual for you it was really lovely it was so awesome touching so touching yeah and it was really great to see so many people come back after it and tell me like the cool stuff that happened to them right because what you give is what, what you sow is what you reap yep and so people, you know, they contributed to the altar. They donated money. They were part of the ritual. They helped work the energy. Even my cousin, who is not a, a witch at all. Like, well, she's witchy. She's always been since we were kids. But she doesn't practice. She doesn't live that lifestyle. But she came. And she started getting all these really cool little gigs. Made a couple of dollar, couple hundred bucks here, a couple hundred bucks there. And she, like, called me. And she was like, thank you, Fortuna. I will be there for the next one. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Very, very cool. Good. So it's cool to see that. So how come Fortuna, if that's her money, how could she let it go for stuff like this? Well, you know what? That's a really good question. I don't know. Maybe because it's not coming from a selfish place. Mm -hmm. Generally, what I do with my altars, I clean it off once a year. Like, I'll clean off some of this stuff that I put on there on occasion. But once a year, I go through all the money. I clean all of it out and I collect all of it. Sometimes I'll take her money to buy her new candles or things. Like when I get this nudge that she wants something, she can pay for it herself. Yeah. Um, but I take all of the money except like the foreign money that I have and I leave at least one of every like, you know, Same. denomination yeah. um, on her altar and I take the rest and I donate it to his charity at the beginning of every year. That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. And she's always been fine with that, but yeah. I think it's. Yeah. I think that's a, yeah, because if it's going to a good cause, I guess she that's her yeah. MO. Yeah. yeah. Then she's okay with it. Right. Yes. So, yeah, so that's Fortuna. So you can definitely have a Fortuna altar or just a money bowl. 
you know? Right, right. Yes. So, yeah. And just kind of work it, and you can burn green candles on it or gold. I mean, technically, you can use silver, too, but that's just never personally been one of my favorite for I money. I go for green. I go for green. Green, green, green. Green is money. Yeah. And if we don't have green, I'll go for yellow. Okay, because yeah. yellow is... The success. The Su- success. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so green is my go-to color. Okay, I like it. I mean, it makes sense. And I guess if you're from a different country and your money is a different color, use that color. Well, you know? Yeah. No, you no know? I don't think so. I think Venus is Venus is the colors are green. This and, is true. Yeah, if you're going off of that, if you're going off of working planetary, that planetary, yes. yeah, mm-hmm. yep. that's true. I think sometimes I forget. The, I mean, I know that Venus's color is green. Right. But sometimes green and I, pink. yeah, green and pink. But I think sometimes I forget about that when I'm working money magic, and my brain just goes to green because money is green. How funny! Yes, yeah. yeah. I think planetary, so that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. You work. You work really like along with the planets, though. When I do. It comes I to your do. Magic, you really it works do. really well. It does. You can't, you know, let, don't fix what's not broken. That's mm-hmm. what I say. Yeah, it's true. It's you true. Know? If it works, go for it. Yeah, so I, I came up with, well, I didn't come up with it, but I found this great little money spell in this magical almanac from, from 2010 hey, no. that I want to share. So this is what you would do. You would purchase gold-colored key blanks from a locksmith shop or hardware store, and when the moon waxes um, in an earth or water sign, uh, sprinkle cedar, cinnamon, and patchouli powder on a tray and arrange the keys on the tray. Touch each key with a magnet or a lone stone, saying, This is the key to the golden door from which good luck and wealth do pour. Work this charm for three nights. Tie green and gold ribbons to each key when with this binding charm. Unlock the door to prosperity. To do this purpose, you're bound. Three times three, and as I will and charge, so mote it be. Where Wear it on a necklace, carry it in your pocket, attach it to a key ring, or place in a wallet or cash register for prosperity. All right. Isn't that a cool one? I like that one. That's actually really cool. Yeah, I like it too. So that was one of my money spells. I like it. Have you, been able, have you like personally done it? And I haven't it? done it, but I'm going to try it because it sounds like it's a plan. Yeah, it sounds good. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. I know it's going to work because the keys opening the doors, it's de- definitely going to work. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. What's your favorite money spell? My favorite money spell. Um, I have to think about this one for a minute. Well, one that I really do like, and I think it just depends. One thing I did learn to do is I made this little mojo, and it had one of each coin in it, and I had it in a green bag, and I took a mandrake root, and I rolled it up in a dollar bill. Ah. And what I would do is when I needed it to work, I would pull the dollar bill with the mandrake root out, and I'd put like a drop of either money draw or fast luck oil inside of it so mm-hmm. that it would go through the dollar and hit the mandrake. And I would rub it, and I'd, like, rub the mandrake in the dollar bill and be like, wake up and go get me money. Ah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. And yeah. so that one worked really, really well. The one thing I will say is that I think I totally overfed it. Oh. Because I didn't, at the time, like, you know, the one thing I'll say is when you find magic that works, use yeah. it sparingly. Don't use it all the time. Don't overdo it because it's you'll get immune to it, and it doesn't work anymore. Right. Um, so I think I was using it a little bit too much, and so it's almost like my mandrake got fat and lazy. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I would say just do that. Like from now on, like, you know, if I was going to go and work that, 
it would be when work is very slow. It wouldn't be something that would be like in my routine of, oh, like I just got to work. Let me right. do this. And that. if you're going to do something like that, I would say like have a money candle going or something like on your prosperity altar. And you can light that every day while you're working or whatever. True. And they also have money spray that gets sprayed around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I want to uh, tell a story about many, many years ago in my coven back east in New Jersey, my high priest called an emergency uh, ritual for money. And I don't remember exactly why he needed this money. I think it was because of the new store or something going on like that. But he called an emergency meeting. And so we all gathered and we did this money spell. We chanted money, 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 me, 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 money, 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 come to me, whatever it was. And the thing that blew my mind is after the ritual was done and we turned on the lights, there was a green mist in the room. I was like, what is that? Like a green smoke practically oh wow it was like a manifestation it was like holy mm-hmm. cow zone i guess this spell was was working dang you need yeah. to call him and get that chance I, yeah it was, <laughs> it was just a whole process you yeah know? it was, it was yeah. really it was really magical and the intention and the intention words are powerful what you say and how you say it very powerful yeah you know so um but there's a lot of people um carry like a certain like a dollar bill or something that has been blessed in with money oil and stuff and they keep it in their wallet and they never take it out that's their like safety guard i have some some uh wallet superstitions okay um so first off this one i actually got from jill the owner of green man um is that it is bad luck to have a red wallet or a red purse oh because you never want your money in the red you always want it in the black uh-huh. and she told me that and that stuck with me so my wallet is always black okay um and so at least at least for like women's wallets, you know, they're longer and we have more compartments and stuff like that. So first off, I always have black tourmaline and pyrite in there to protect, to bring the money and protect it. Um, and then I have separate uh, compartments where my receipts go and where my money goes. They never go together. A receipt will never touch my money in my wallet. Wow. And what I have in my, where the slot, where the cash goes is a magnet that has my name on it. Mm. So at the Green Man store what the readers have is there's like this little magnetic board and it has little magnets that we, that they slap on with our names on it so that you can look and it says today's readers are blah, blah, and blah. So we all have our magnets and my magnet was just old. I've been there for a long time. So the magnet got a little beat up. So they wanted to like change it out and put a fresh one on that looked nicer. So I took the old one and I put it in my wallet because that magnet helped make me money for like six years. Right. Right. So it's still in my wallet and I put the magnet in where my money goes because magnets do help attract so that always goes in there but i make sure that a receipt never fucking touches that magnet because i'm not trying to attract receipts i'm trying to attract money right right and i know some people that put um uh basil or carry basil in their wallet or bay leaves Bas- yeah i've heard that i also have candied ginger ginger yeah yes. i have candied ginger in my wallet as well that someone gifted me and gave me so that all like sits in there so it's kind of funny my wallet always seems like it's really fat and chunky like you'd think i'm balling but it's just really just all the witchcraft that's in right? it right all the little things right yep. oh my god um so they you know they they sometimes people have a money oil that's already mixed that mm-hmm. that you can use but bayberry um back east it's wasn't it's not so big here but around christmas time they say burning bayberry candles mm-hmm. bring luck to luck and money to the person. There's a little line. Um, burn a bayberry can candle down to the socket will bring 
luck to me has earned money in the pocket. No, I like that. Something like that. So that was big, and these beautiful bayberry candles you would burn around Christmas time, right? But I told I told the people there, and uh, Griffin never heard of it. <laughs> I was shocked. I was really shocked that he never heard of it. But you and, know, you had told me about it too, and I, I think after you mentioned it, I became a little bit more aware of it so i'd see bayberry stuff once in a great while around yeah, the holidays yeah. but I, I don't really see that here yeah i mean it's not it's more of, i guess it's more of an east coast thing but um listeners out there if, you, if it's true if you know of bayberry let us know because um i would like to know if it's just an east coast thing for sure yeah yeah that is kind of interesting yeah because out here it's not known yeah not that i know of so and bayberry smells good too it smells so damn good it smells mm-hmm. so good um it is a good one i think a lot of the the money herbs that i kind of think of are they're like you you already mentioned but they're kind of more like spicy herbs they're hot herbs you know like cinnamon uh allspice um cloves all yeah they're they're kind of spicier cinnamon sticks are good if you are a store owner and you have a uh have a cash register it's good luck to keep cinnamon sticks and citrine in your cash register ah yeah so that's that is a good one too now someone said mustard seeds is that true too. I have never used mustard seeds for money magic. Personally, usually when I think of mustard seeds, the first place my brain goes to is cursing someone. Oh. Um, so probably not. But while we're on the topic of curses real quick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, no, I'm behaving myself. I haven't cursed anyone lately. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I want to talk about how everyone curses themselves all the time. We've already talked about intention, minding your thoughts, minding your words. Can all you motherfuckers stop calling yourselves broke? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Right? Right? It happens and we all do it. And, you you know, we, it's one thing when you get in your head and you start to psych yourself out about a money problem and you really, you gotta, you gotta shape shift that. Like Monica says, shape shift it. You can't yes. think about it that way because what you think you attract and you don't want to accidentally start to attract a bad relationship with money, nor do you want to perpetuate the one that you may already have. And one way that that happens a lot is when people talk about how broke they are. Even if they're not broke and they're saying it as a joke, don't yes. say that. Yep. You know, you're prosperous. Or you, I always have more than enough. And I always tell people, if you really don't have the money to spend to, I don't know, go out to drinks or sushi or something with your friends, instead of saying, no, I can't, I can't afford it or I'm broke, say, no, I just, I've got some other stuff that I need to spend my money on right now. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd say. Or I can't, I'm saving my money right now. Right. So just put a different spin on it. Don't watch your words. Mm-hmm. In other words, watch them. Now, um, there, there's also an Italian seasoning money spell. Ooh. So it's like, it says when you're frugal and on a budget and it's a blend of oregano, basil, marjoram, sage, and garlic. And the basil, marjoram, and sage are all great for attracting money. And the, it's better, it, this blend, and it's cheaper than buying all separate ones. But um, So if you if you find a cheap bottle of organic you know, Italian seasoning mm-hmm. at the store that you never use for cooking, you can use that. I money. like that. And you know what else that you can do? A lot of people take a blank check, mm-hmm. and they write on the check, thousand dollars or two thousand dollars or a million dollars or something mm-hmm. like that and they carry that with them you know what i feel like i've done i've done something like that yeah i think i have I, I vaguely vaguely remember doing something like that a long time ago um one thing that i do especially um when it when it comes to like 
keeping things in your wallet or on your money altar. Another weird one that I keep with me is because sometimes I get hired for different gigs and some of them are really cool. Right. Um, you know, you and I have both done tea leaf readings for Amazon Prime events. That was really yes. fun. Um, different, just different things that, that we've been picked up for. And so if I get a business card from the event or some kind of like memento from that, um, I'll take that and put that on my money altar as a way of attracting more gigs like that. I'll also save the check stubs and put that on my money altar. That's a good idea. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's a kind of gig where like either they paid you a lot or it was just really fun. And that this was the kind of work that you've been trying to like get for your side hustle. Like that's the kind of money stuff that you want to feed. And that's the other thing to think about is how do you want to make this money? Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And you want it and you want it quickly. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's funny because money magic sometimes You'll be very surprised if you're doing a money spell to get money. And then all of a sudden, because it's happened to me, I'll receive money from where, what I didn't expect. Like right. I'll get a check and I'm like, what the hell is this? Where did this come from? You know, you forget about it. Someone owes you money and then bang, there it is. Mm -hmm. That's always, always pleasant. Or what about finding money in your pocket? That is really exciting when that, that happens. Cool? That oh is my really God. I yes. found, I was going through my old like purses and stuff and like just purging I don't even really remember actually using this purse, but apparently I did. I found a key and I found eighty dollars in it. Woo! Yeah, that my was God, exciting. how can you forget about that? I my God. right. I mean, I get excited when I find five dollars in my fucking pocket. I found eighty bucks. I felt like that's I was on crazy. Top of the world. That's crazy. I never, I never found that much money. But that that's, was really that's exciting. Awesome. So, I mean, it could come in many different ways in the, when you least expect it. I mean, and it could come. And people always ask, how long does it take for a spell to work? Well. It could be instantaneous, and like I always teach my people, the magic begins with the first thought mm -hmm. process. So the minute you start thinking about it, you've already worked working your magic. So it could be instantaneous. It could be within a few days. It could be within a few weeks. If you're going on a month and nothing's happening, you can either redo the spell or realize that, guess what, you're not getting it because the universe doesn't think you should have it right now. Yeah. Yeah, but I've never seen a person who really, really, truly needed the money not get not it. get it no that's the thing yeah. the only time that i've ever really seen money magic not work was when it like again it just it wasn't a necessity right or it worked and it just worked in a way that you didn't think right you know so sometimes that happens too and you have to think about that kind of stuff i feel like something like that happened recently and i just can't put my finger on it and remember what it was but you know i did a spell for someone and I think what ended up happening was I think, oh, I remember it was, they really were just, they were hoping that like maybe their stimulus check would come through or something so they, they could do what they needed to do. But instead someone loaned them the money. Oh, okay. And they were like, well, like, it kind of works, but kind of, I'm like, well, you didn't say how you wanted the money. Like you just said that you needed it. I mean, a loan, I guess, isn't the best, the most optimal, yeah. but it's there. But you have to look at how, how things are manifesting too, because sometimes it's not cut and dry like that. It's not black and white. Right. Yeah. So that is the other way to kind of think about that. Um, so we've already covered that green is like the money color and it's the yes. color for Venus. Yes. Um, and just like while we're on the talk of Venus, like you can use green for like love, love stuff as well. It's not just for the right. monetary side of Venus. Yes. Um, but what are some of your favorite things to do for like kind of just like dressing candles, just like in general for money? One of my go-tos is gold glitter. Definitely gold glitter. And mm -hmm. sometimes I'll go with the green glitter. Okay. Sometimes I'll figure, yeah, green, green. Yeah, for sure. Um, I like, I'll use Bayberry. Mm -hmm. I'll use money, a blend of money. I can, we can use um, um, 
basil oil, I guess. You can use that. Chamomile, you can use that too. I didn't know that. For yeah. money? Yeah. Oh. But, I mean, that's not my go-to. I like bay leaves. I like uh, basil. I like... Um, I like bayberry. I like calendula personally. Oh yeah, for yeah. money. Okay. Yeah, because if you look at the flowers, they look like gold coins. Yeah, they're so pretty. They are really pretty too. So and and I think another name for it, it's marigolds, right? Calendula. I don't think so. No, no. I think it's a different flower. I'm okay. pretty sure it is. Yeah. I I'm too slow at, with typing and googling shit to double check it, but um, I will go ahead and believe you on that one for now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's. I like marital. using yellow flowers. I I like using them because a lot of times they look like the sun to me. Right. And you know you want even though like you're working with Venus energy, you want some help from that solar energy too because that's where the success comes in. Right. And I like to tie those together. So for me personally, when I start to work a money spell if I'm doing a candle or something for somebody I don't focus just on money I think part of it is you also need to ask yourself is this money or is it like a business thing because if you're starting a business you may not I mean yeah you're going to need money but you also want success or you want expansion you know so there's other ways to kind of look at it than that so I really like to incorporate some solar energy for the success aspect of it and I also think yellow flowers you know the brown ones look like gold coins to me but the other thing that I feel doesn't get put it put in enough sometimes is um, the attraction herbs that go with it, like lodestones. Yes, magnets are a great way, or magnetic sand. Mm-hmm. I add magnetic sand to my candle magic too. Yes, magnetic sand is yes. awesome. So those of, for those of you that may be listening that don't know, a lodestone is kind of like nature's magnet essentially it is a magnetic stone and a lot of times when you see it it's really not the prettiest thing in the world and you'll see um bits of of like this this junk on it this dust and what that is is iron filings right right and that's it and that's kind of like how you feed it and that's how you'll know that it's magnetic because it's little pieces of metal that will stick to it right and those are fantastic they are they're yes very good very good so they're like natural magnets so that's definitely something that you want to kind of put in there whenever you're attracting things me personally i think that you should have different lodestones for different things yes i mean anything for attraction lodestone works really well. yeah but i think you should have it for different things like i personally have a different one for money and a different one for love oh you did uh-huh i don't i don't mix those things together so when it comes to my my like stones that i'll use again like a lodestone or my roots because i do work with roots and i feel like you can build relationships with them so you can reuse those right. i have different ones for different things i don't mix them okay okay so see i i use lodestone in general for any kind of attraction because mm-hmm. that's what its purpose is so i use it just for love attraction or business attraction money attraction i just have them for different things oh that's good i mean yeah. that's good for sure. Yeah. yeah. Plus, for for those of, of you guys that um like shopping and like having stuff, then yeah, it, it is kind of nice to have an excuse to go and buy three lodestones instead of one. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you, you have, have to, to feed which it. Is which. You do have to feed it, though. Don't forget. Yes, you do have to feed your lodestone. So when it's not working, uh, meaning when it's not attracting things for you, you do want to actually put it in a bowl of iron filings. Uh-huh. And to keep it right, to keep it fed, basically, mm-hmm. yeah. So basically, once you have a lodestone, it's kind of like having a pet. Yeah, yeah. So you definitely like, have yeah. to feed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's like having a pet, so you do need to need to feed it and keep that going. Um, 
So outside of lodestone, so yeah, like magnets work really well too. Yeah, regular magnet. Yeah. You could put you could use a regular magnet. I can't see why not. Absolutely. And the other thing that I like to use too is um, five finger grass. Oh yes, sinker foil. Sinker foil. That was very that was big back east too. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I love it. It's one of my go to herbs for damn near anything when it comes to attracting any type of thing because it just it does it's like a hand it has five fingers and right, it reaches exactly. out and it grabs stuff that's what single foil does yeah um so i will put that in if i'm attracting money if i'm attracting love like whatever it is i'm attracting you bet your ass i'm putting some single foil in there yeah. just like single a little sprinkle cool. mm-hmm. i like that i like that herb yeah yeah it's it's a good it's one a sweet herb yeah um so you know all these little things that you can do um and some people like to do magic on the new moon to, to bring it in mm-hmm. and for the full moon to like tie it to like lock it down I guess that's the way we'll say it so so uh, that'd be like you're doing and working for like a couple a couple weeks for the same thing then is that like more of like a bigger one well I mean I mean I I like doing mag- magic on the full moon as well but they mm-hmm. say new moon is for beginnings new starts new projects mm-hmm. you know and then uh, the the full moon kind of seals the deal basically. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Now, so we know that Friday is the best day for money magic, right. and in a perfect world, we would be able to just, you know, have have that and be able to have our money issues wait till a Friday for us to do something for it. But sometimes we can't. Sometimes That's the rent true. is due on a fucking Tuesday. Right. Exactly. What do you do? Okay. So what you can do? Here's two things you can do. You can either do the planetary hours for that day because every day has planetary hours that cover all the planets Mm -hmm. and you would go to Tuesday and you would look for the hour of Venus and that's when you would start that work okay and my second thing that I I teach in the classes all the time is if you really 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 need it the kids are starving you need to pay the rent you're going to get kicked out you need a car payment they're going to repossess your car something like that you need food you can do magic anytime you want yep and that's the best part because the need is so intense. The universe, the gods, they got, they understand. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. I do have one other fun spell that I did want to talk about. And this is if you're saving towards a specific goal. So if you're saving for a car or a new place to live. I mean, I've even done it for vacations. Like whatever your goal may be. And this is this is not my spell. I think it's been around and different different renditions of it have been around for a while. Okay. Um, so what you need is you need a mason jar or a pickle jar or something like that because we know that there are no rules of witchcraft except jars. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, can I just say, like, on a little, like, side note and a tangent real quick, that I've become so fucking ridiculous with the amount of jars that I have. I know. Me too. It's, like, getting out of hand. And I realized that over the quarantine, I don't know why the quarantine has, like, made me eat, like my own fucking weight in pepperoncinis, but I have so <laughs> many oh fucking jars. I don't I don't know what in the ever living fuck I'm ever gonna do with all of them, but I have them. My bird brain is really happy to save all the jars. Oh wow. Um so you're gonna get one of your eight million pepperoncini jars. And you have to make sure that it has a lid that screws. And you're yes. gonna get a bay leaf and seven dimes. So this is the seven dime spell. And um I actually think, give me one second here. Okay, so I tried to look. I was looking for this spell, but I cannot find the the specifics for it. But originally when I first found this spell, um, basically what you would do is you would take your bay leaf and you would write the amount of money that you needed um, as specific as you can get or like a ballpark for what your need is. Right. And you can even write, I need $5,000 for a car, like whatever you're going to put. Um, and so you put that in. 
and then you take your dimes one by one and you would say a chant with each dime that you drop in and the last time i did this i don't think i said any kind of specific chant chant or spell usually what i will do is i'll either say like money come money grow money come to me money flow okay which is a good one or um I'll just take the take the dimes and as they drop them in or dollar bills and I say money money come to me times one times two times three, mm-hmm. you know just a yeah. quick and easy one yeah, like that real simple money 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 me 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 money 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 now 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 that's what hey, we now. used to do I like that one it's simple and to the point and yeah. Uh, yeah just put it out there and be 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 realistic about what you're asking for mm-hmm. yes you know don't be all unrealistic like I want a million dollars I mean. You know, just be realistic. <laughs> um, you, you, you're more likely to manifest that spell if you're being realistic. Exactly. You know, you don't want to even, you don't want to even be like, um, uh, what's the word? Greedy. You don't yeah. want to be greedy, you know? And I don't feel like greed is met really well. No, it's magic. not. It's really not. I mean, you could barter. You can say, if you create, give me this, then I will donate half of it to this or i will do this for you i'll set up an altar i'll buy you something i mean yeah. you, can, you can bargain if you're gonna do that though and you're gonna cut that deal you better you better go through with uh-huh. it uh-huh you better hold up your end of it um but the the jar spell works really great mm-hmm. i've added into it basil and cinnamon uh single foil obviously it would totally go into that you can put you know some citrine and pyrite in there if you want to and basically you just take all your money that you're saving and you just stick it in the jar yeah stick it in the jar and then at some point like you'll be really surprised at how fast that goal gets met yeah and you know what every day if you have change you can start a little money also take every every all your change that you have daily and just put it on that money also mm-hmm. watch it grow i feel like now that we all have debit cards and credit cards and no one really uses right. cash as oh, much, God, yes. I feel so like true. it's kind of fucking up the money alter kind of flow. Yes. So if, you know, for the more modern witches and stuff, a way to adapt, which I personally don't find is satisfying, but I guess it's something you can do, is set up a separate bank account. Uh-huh. like another account just like through your bank and just like almost like you know how some big accounts have the save the change thing and they'll just round it up and put it in your savings account right you could start a bank account that acts as your money alter that way yeah you could true. you could totally do that i mean i have enough cash that it's still like my alter is still functioning but i guess if i was someone that you know everything was just direct deposit you know yeah. i might really lean more into doing that and creating one of those bank accounts and you know it's kind of cool because you can always like some of them outside of your basic like checking savings you can rename it right you know and so you can even give it like a different name you can put something witchy in the password to it so you can find ways to adapt right you know so i agree i agree with that just be realistic that's the thing that i i noticed that people like they want they get greedy Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i want to get it i want to win the lottery and i want jason momoa i'll never (laughs) get either of those things but you know what a girl can dream but it doesn't mean i'm in a witchcraft for either one of them right but and if you did it would be on a friday (laughs) it would be on a friday for both of those fuckers yes it would be that would be the day to do it you know what also um and i know this is in jewish lore as well as italian lore but when you get a new car the way to bless the car is by taking a handful of change, a quarter, a dime, a nickel, a penny, and you know, put infusing those that that money with your int- good intentions, and then you just simply throw it into the car. So you know, just in case you ever ever really need it, you know, when you just need that one dime or that one quarter to make that that payment or whatever you need, you're mm-hmm. short. It's always in their car. Oh, I that's, like that. That's a car and I thought it was just Italian, but 
Joe, mm-hmm. our other boss from the Green Man, when I got my uh, last car, he said I wanted to come into your car, and he did the same thing, and I was like, that's cool yeah you blessed my car that way once i got my prius yes i have the change still in the back seat there's more change on the floor now and it's just like you know it falls out of your purse or your pocket and i don't want to try and pick any of it up because i don't know which ones are my magic coins so basically my the back of my car has become a piggy bank that's okay yeah that's fine you know that's fine. So, so I think our our money episode for today is coming to a close. I think so too. I hope you learned something about money spells. They're simple to do. Um, if you're doing candle magic, just draw on the glass a dollar sign or a pyramid uh, with your name and your birth date and um, the amount that you want, and then dress it with the herbs. Put it around or inside the bottom of the glass. Put some change around, and you have a money spell rocking right there. Hey now, I like magnets. It. Go for it, but be realistic and don't be a greedy. Mm-hmm. That's because you'll never get what you want. Exactly, we're not winning the lottery or juicing the mullet anytime soon. Unfortunately, <laughs> who is your shout out for today, woman? Oh, gee, Lord, I haven't. I oh, haven't dang. Even okay, about. well, I will go first while okay. you while you rack your brain. Okay. Uh, my shout out is to my darling friends, Christine and Courtney. Courtney is actually um, our has been on our show before. She did our kitchen witch episode with us. She sure did. And they have become my uh, witchy quarantines. And we've gotten so close over quarantine, and it's been so nice to have that friendship, especially witchy friendship that's just there, um, so that we can go through all of the emotional roller coasters of quarantine together and rant and talk about magic and all those things in between. It's been really nice, and I'm really glad that I, out of any of this stuff, I really have gained some really amazing tight bonds, and I just love both of those bitches so much. I think I'm going to shout out to my little buddy, Robert, because he came by last week and he was so sweet, and he brought pizza and i i even told him where to go get the pizza and he did and i was bragging about it because it's definitely vagina pizza and he came back and it was dick pizza and i couldn't believe it no it was stiff i was like what the hell happened to this place was it maybe just because he had to drive to go maybe get it and bring i it don't over? Think, i don't know but i was like i was a little shocked but but was it like stiff dick it, pizza it was or was it just like a no. chubby was no, it just like half mass nope. full stiff huh I was, because I've never had pizza from there that wasn't vagina pizza. So Damn. I was a little shocked. But, Damn. But I want to shout out to you. Love you, love you, Robert. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. We look forward to our next episode. We love you guys. Thank you for always listening. Merry meet. Merry part. And merry, merry meet, meet again. again.